What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. YouTube. YouTube. Not me, tube. YouTube. <laughs> it's our tube. It's our it's everyone's tube. tube. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk about on this week's episode. Yeah, we get a lot of questions about it, so I'm we excited get, to talk about this. We get a ton of questions about it, and it's kind of... Uh, we've been on there for a few years now. Well, like, you have. Well, yeah. Now that you're part of Team Premier, it's like you've always been a part of Team Premier. Well, true. As soon as you join, you get to I just gotcha. join the whole... I get the back catalog? Yeah, okay. yep, yep, yeah. It, cool. it acts retroactively. Nice. So, yeah, you've been a part of the whole journey, basically. You just didn't know it working so hard for yeah, all these years I know. yeah <laughs> um so anyway yeah uh we've been on it for 2019 was really the the beginning of going really heavily into it so yeah uh three years of pretty heavily going into it and it's still a very confusing mystical place yeah with a lot of unanswered questions even for us yeah and uh so Obviously, people that aren't really on it and are maybe thinking about it or they've dabbled, they definitely have a lot of questions. So yeah, we're going to share everything that that we can with you, including how much money have we made on there? Yeah, over the last three years, everybody wants to know. It. Yeah, everybody, top secret info, but we'll, we'll, let well people, we're going to let, let it go. No, yep, yeah, yep, because we're all in this together. Yeah, and just like the scat man, if we can do it, <laughs> so can you. <laughs> So uh, topical reference. All right. Well, let's, yeah. before we get into it, yeah, let's get into some drinks. Yes. Please. What did you bring today? Uh, so I decided to switch it up a little bit and okay. it is a canned <laughs> vodka and orange drink. Oh yeah. Something new and exciting for us. Yeah. It's almost like we haven't had something extremely similar <laughs> the past two months, but Hey, it looked really good. Yeah, it does look good. So I like the branding. Very nice branding. Cheers. Cheers. Happy thursday happy oh yeah it's thursday <laughs> it's memorial day weekend i'm going away tomorrow uh can't do the podcast so we're doing it on a thursday yeah but it's still been a crazy week it's been insane so uh, i think we deserve a happy hour one day early i agree i also agree perfect time for a drink perfect time no time like the present these are not surprisingly delicious totally great mango and orange so do you like it or not i'm confused I by that wording uh, it's not surprising that it, it is delicious because I love orange and canned vodka drinks. Yeah. And it's it like, pretty much tastes like all the other ones that yeah, we pretty much. have had. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. The little splash of mango, though, really sets it off. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's it for the drink segment. <laughs> and I th I feel like we should give Allie a shout out. She she gave us a review. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at the end of it said, also, feel free to listen if you're sober because the whole cocktail portion really consists of a couple seconds of saying, ah, we got lazy on the drinks again, and then saying, yeah, it's pretty good, and then moving on. Yeah. Which is pretty on brand. Yeah. So That's thanks, pretty, Allie, for the yeah. review, and also... So accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Accurate, and now let's move on. Yeah. All right, so YouTube. YouTube. Why don't we start with, like... I know a lot of people want to get into YouTube. It's like yes. very topical. People love consuming media via YouTube and they yep. want to do it. Yep. What made you think in 2019? Like, okay, I'm well, going to, I'm going to really dive into this. Um, okay. So first let me cut you off. And okay. cause I just thought of 
a nice fact, and maybe oh. you have it. I know you have prepared some facts. For I us, do have some fun facts. But yes. um, what just came to my mind: mm-hmm. being a YouTuber is now the number one answer of kids when you ask, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Really? Yeah, I didn't have that as a fun fact, but that's interesting. It's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. So fun, and true. I have yeah. I have several nieces and nephews, and that's what they all say. Yeah. And even though they don't really care about construction content, they are very excited. Yeah. To see me on YouTube. So really? Yeah. Wow. And your nephews are loyal fans. They right? really are. They're like <laughs> they love every video. Um, they give me great feedback. Um, they love the really random sound effects and yeah. stuff like that. They even helped produce one of the videos. <laughs> I was there and editing, and I showed them that the library of sounds has a walrus noise. And they were like, yeah, put that in the video. And then I put it in the video and it was really funny. Aww. I liked it. Yeah. So nice. Um, okay. So back to your question. Yep. What made me decide to get into it? So I looked at it as it was kind of like a, a fork in the road as far as business at that point. In mm-hmm. 2018, uh, we were, it was the first year that we really felt like we were established. Like we weren't really like struggling to find work. Mm-hmm. The word was starting to get out there and we had plenty of leads. We had plenty of jobs. We were making decent money. And the initial plan was kind of grow it like a typical construction business, like scale, try to do as many projects as we can. And I think I just realized over the course of that year that I was just doing more of the stuff that I didn't enjoy and I wasn't as good at. So I was mm-hmm. doing more of the sales stuff, which... I like some of that, but I was doing it way more than I liked. Um, doing paperwork, doing permits, doing you know phone calls, running around, all that kind of stuff that I'm not really good at. And well, I think I'm pretty good at sales, but um, all the paperwork, the organization, I just kind of realized I don't think this is the best way to go long term. Like I don't think this is going to be our most successful route. Mm-hmm. And I'd gotten that far in the business by leveraging social media. I was kind of doing it to build a local reputation at the time. But I really enjoyed the editing, the creative aspect of it. So um, I I just felt like there was a void in, in this industry. We're in an industry that has literally multi-billion dollar companies. So there's huge opportunities for, you know, marketing for these manufacturers and there wasn't somebody that was like really building their business around the content, like thinking of the content first and then being a construction company. So I just thought that there was an opportunity there. I thought that we build primarily these really unique projects. So they're, they're inherently interesting. Um, I liked the editing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm okay on camera, at least the talking part. You're great at talking. I'm so good at talking. <laughs> talking such good for me skill. So much good for you. Yeah, so much good at that skill. <laughs> um yeah, so and I just thought it would be really fun. Yeah. And I just just like I did with the rest of my business, I, I decided, okay, this is the route that we're gonna go. I know that it's not gonna be an overnight, you know, success. I'm gonna have to take a step back, and I definitely did that first year. And as Anthony says, likes to make fun of me for because every anytime anybody <laughs> asks me about it, I say you got to make a hundred videos before you really like assess or say whether it was a failure or not. And that was my goal the first year to make a hundred YouTube videos mm-hmm. and see where it went. 
So in that first year, you made 100 videos. 100 videos. In one year. One year. So that's more than one a week. That's like two a week. Yeah, I was doing them every day in the beginning. I was doing yeah. a daily vlog. It was a little, it was really difficult. That sounds they were, difficult. They were much simpler videos. Like they were between like five and seven minutes probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and the editing was like a lot just simpler. So they weren't as complicated to edit, but it was still a lot of work. Like as soon as I got home every night, I was editing the footage from that day, uploading it by like eight o'clock at night. So it was insane. And I kept up with that for like a pretty decent amount of time. That's a ton of work. It was so much work. <laughs> and I remember like day 10 on our first project, I was so committed to doing the daily video mm-hmm. that I accidentally deleted some of the footage and like I wanted to cry the Corona <laughs> hole. I was like, oh my God, like no. And I paid like a hundred dollars for some like program I found on the internet to try to recover the files and it didn't work. Aww. And it was it was really depressing. That's sad. And literally no one was watching the videos at that point. <laughs> so like nobody cared. But to me, it just felt like a failure. Like, oh no, I was going to do a daily vlog and I only lasted like 10 days and then accidentally deleted some footage. Yeah. So yeah. That happens with life though. That happens with life. You just got to roll with it. And yeah. I rolled with it. Yeah. So yeah. All that's, right. So that's, you, saw, you saw a potential yep. in the industry yeah. for all this. And I thought... I thought that we were in a good position to be the one to take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, I thought our business was, was kind of nimble enough. We were small enough. I'm on job site every day, so I can be the face of the videos. I can be in all the videos. And, uh, you know, other people could possibly see that opportunity, but their business isn't built in a way to make it possible. Yeah. So I thought now is a really good time to, to try this. Yeah. And that was that was 2019. Okay, well, that we we sent out some questions or we sent out the question to our Instagram followers to submit questions if they had them for us. Hardworking happy hour. If you're not following us. Yeah. Head over there. Give us a follow. Um, But what you just said leads into one of these questions. Uh, When you started, were you like shy on video? Someone said, I hate listening to myself. How did you get past that? Um, I I guess I wasn't at all. Mm -hmm. I think. The the thing that was the biggest benefit to me was I wasn't expecting it to be successful right away. Mm-hmm. Like I knew not that many people were going to watch. Like if we got 200 views on a video, like that was that was great in the beginning. Yeah. So this like I wasn't expecting much. So and I just don't care if I'm bad at something or it doesn't go well in the beginning because like I feel like I'm going to figure it out along the way. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah. So I've always had that mentality and so I, I just, no, I don't really care what people think too much. And I think that's what stops a lot of people is they're, they're scared to look like a failure in the beginning. Yeah. And like, of course you're going to seem like a failure in the beginning. Cause like, yeah, you're not going to upload one video. No one knows who you are. And then like, yeah, you're going to get a million views. Right. Nobody wants to watch you. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> Nobody cared about me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that's uh, true. I think I was lucky to have that mentality that I, I just, no, I didn't care. Yeah. I will say at first, when I first took this job, I was not supposed to be on camera at all. I was supposed to be completely behind the scenes. And then, not that I was opposed to being on camera, but it was just, that's 
how it was going to be. Yeah, your just job description <clears throat> changed drastically. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Every it was like, almost like everything got thrown out the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just wasn't like mentally preparing for for that, and then I slowly started to become on camera more and more. And at first, it was like. I felt like everything I was doing, like I was doing something and I knew what I was doing. And then you'd put a camera in my face and be like, explain what you're doing. And I'd be like, yeah, I, I completely forget exactly what I'm doing and words are just not coming to me. Yeah. So I think that it just comes with practice. Like as the more you do it, the more you're going to get comfortable, like anything. For sure. The more practice you get, you're just going to get more comfortable. You might hate the way you look or like when you're editing, we sit there and pick apart how we look and like yeah. <laughs> make jokes about it. Yeah. But like with time, you just get used to those kinds of things. It's just... And I think it was easier Practice. for me at first because, well, when you joined, we already had, uh, I don't know, 175,000 YouTube subscribers. So mm. there was already people that were watching the videos. Yeah. When I started, there wasn't. And I was filming it. So like I was just using a GoPro and a selfie stick. like, And I was also editing it. So I knew like if I mess up, you know, if I stumble over my words, I could just pick back up with the next thought and I know I can edit it together. Yeah. But if you're not the one that's editing it, you like kind of get confused and feel like you have to start over and that's run true. through it in one take. So, um, yeah, if you're the one that's doing the editing, you, you kind of know, okay, I finished that one thought. Then I messed up. Let me pick back up from there and you can edit it really easily. And it seems completely normal yeah. on the video. True. So, yeah. And if you're going to jump into this, you're probably going to be doing the editing and the filming yourself because otherwise it would be extremely expensive to hire somebody <laughs> to film and edit for you. True. Um, and it will never become financially uh, reasonable to start a YouTube channel if you start out that way. If yeah. I had to pay somebody for, I don't know, two years before, like even now it would be, it would be tough to pay somebody full time. Yeah. But that's what we're looking to do. Yeah. That's our next step. Because we have other we have other revenue streams. Yeah. But we'll get into that later in the episode. Yes, we'll talk about that later. Let's yep. save that. Let's save that. All right, so. So hang on, everybody. So you started your YouTube channel. You're putting in the work. Yep. You're doing those daily vlogs. Yep. No one's watching them. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> what was the thing that helped you grow after you started? Uh, I would say really just consistency. Because, like I said, I made 100 videos in that first year. And we had we had kind of uploaded some just random time-lapse videos previous to that. And just randomly from throwing those up there over the course of maybe two years, we had gotten close to, a, I think, just over 1,000 subscribers. So really when I started in 2019, we started with about 1,000 subscribers a hundred videos later, we had 3000 subscribers. So not a rocket ship by any means. Yeah. Um, really, really not much at all. But at some point the next year, um, 2020, it's, it's really hard to like know. You never know which videos are really going to take off. So the first one that like really exploded was, that one that uh, we actually just did that voiceover for the uh, commentary. Mm -hmm. It had the the lighting and the pergola and all that. Yeah. That one, like immediately, as soon as I uploaded it, within like three days, it had 500,000 views. Um, wow. And then it got up to, it got up to like 2 million, like really quickly. And that was the first video that like really took off and kind of started a snowball effect 
So first year we went from 1,000 to 3,000. Second year we went from 3,000 to I think 80,000. Wow. So, but it was all built on on that foundation of those first 100 videos because I learned how to shoot better content. I learned how to edit better. Um, you know, it was all like part of the process. Yeah. All right. So this is probably a good time to talk about the algorithm and like what. Yeah. So in YouTube, there is this very scientific algorithm that picks out the good videos that they are going to push to people. So different kind of content gets pushed out in different kinds of ways. And search yeah. engine optimization is better if you word things perfectly. And yeah. basically it knows if you have a good video. Yeah. Without you even doing anything. And then it's going to push it out to more people. So that's yes. how that one video got 500,000 views. You They knew it was so good. They knew it was good, like, so yeah, they it pushed like it out. Yeah. So you have to have the perfect video, the perfect caption, the perfect thumbnail, the perfect title. All of these things matter. Yeah. They matter. And I think the thumbnail, especially on that one, was what set it off. Yeah. Because we had like a really cool picture of the after shot. It was like, just at sunset, all the lights were on. Like, it looked really cool. And then really big in the center just at after. So, like, it, I think that might have been the first one that we did that. Now we do that on all of our time-lapse videos. And it seems to work really well. Um, but it gives people just enough of an idea. Like, they can see that tiny little picture on the thumbnail. Mm -hmm. Get an idea of, okay, obviously this is going to show a before and after. Because this says after. Yeah. Um, so, that worked really well. But I think... More important than that, thumbnails really important because if people don't click on the thumbnail, then they don't watch the video. So you don't, yeah. no matter how good the video is, you don't have that chance to um, show people how engaging it is and and get that watch time up because that's really, I would say, the main driver of traffic is watch time. So if you create yeah. a video that that retains viewership, you know, for more than fifty percent of the video or sixty percent, that's really good it's going to get pushed out more. Yeah. So YouTube just wants more people to stay on their platform, watch for longer. Um, so I think in a lot of ways, it's not something that you need to consciously think about. There's things that there's little things that you can do with your title, your thumbnail, obviously, um, and your description and tags. But more than anything, it's just the actual video. Yeah. Making quality yeah. content. Yeah. All right, you want some fun facts? Oh, I definitely want some fun facts. Okay. YouTube was originally created as a dating site. I knew that. You knew that one? Yes, I did. Because I think that's pretty funny. I listened to the YouTube formula book twice, and there is mm. a, a deep history yeah. of YouTube in that book. True. So. All right, well, the listeners will now know that YouTube was created as a dating site. Yep. Um... Google bought YouTube for $1.65 billion dollars. Less than two years after it launched. Let me guess what year that was. 2006? Yeah. You also knew that? I'm like a, <laughs> I'm like a YouTube historian. <laughs> and I'm also good at remembering facts. All right. Let's see if I can find one that you don't know. Wait, I mean, if you read this book, you probably know this. but Maybe not. Uh, more people watch YouTube than cable in the United States. Yeah. Cable's and, dead. Yeah. Um, and it's like... it's. Interesting to, to look at the stats of that because it's just, that is where the, the viewership is going. YouTube is yeah. free and you can find anything you want to watch on it. Yeah. And cable, you pay all this money and it's like. Yeah. So, uh, 
another fact about that is this is just a side fun fact that I've noticed, okay. but we have a huge viewership in Saudi Arabia and I never knew why. Uh, why? Do you know they why have, now? <clears throat> part of this fun fact was that they have like TV and stuff is banned there. YouTube is unrestricted. Oh. So. What better thing to watch than decks and patios? I know. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, that makes sense now. It is. It is really interesting. Like the amount of people that watch it, like Mr. Beast is obviously like a really super successful. He's like one of probably the top like three YouTubers out there. And like more people watch his videos on a weekly basis than watch the Super Bowl. That's, like, that's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Like, people really think crazy. of the Super Bowl like, you know, 130, 140 million people watch it. He's getting more views than that in a week. Yeah. Every week. That's it's pretty insane. wild. That's pretty wild. It's crazy. Uh, to go along with that fun fact, 5 billion YouTube videos are viewed every day. That's so many. That's like there's almost... There's like 7 billion people on earth and there's 5 billion YouTube videos watching, being watched every day. Yeah. We should be getting more views. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of view potential. Yeah. A lot of view potential. Yeah. All right. I'll save some more fun facts for later. Okay. Yeah. We'll tune back in for more fun facts. All right. Let's go back to these questions that people asked. Yeah. Um... Did you find the whole learning curve of YouTube to be challenging? Yes. I would say it continues to be challenging. It is. Yeah. I think it depends on like what your mindset is. Yeah. With that and with anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that people think that you're going to at some point like, like okay, I'm going to get into YouTube. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to yeah. figure out the perfect special sauce for everything. Yep. And we switch stuff up all the time. We all try time. to like tweak things. Yeah. Every once in a while, just to see how they do, but like figuring it out is never going to be. It's like not done. a thing because yeah. you can figure it out for a little bit. Like something's going to work for a little bit, and it's not necessarily that the algorithm changes or whatever. But your viewers might just get bored of like that same kind of thing. So you need yeah. to find ways to keep it interesting. Especially, we just we're building backyards. It's like you know, it's mostly has the same components in it. A lot of the same stuff happens. So we have to right. constantly think about. How can we make this engaging? Like, why would somebody want to continue to watch this? This is maybe our 40 or 50th project that we've documented on YouTube. Why is somebody going to watch this now when they've seen all the other stuff? Are we bringing anything new to, you know, to the table on this video series? So that's right. something we're always trying to do. And I think we're, we're both, we both look at everything like that. Like, there's no figuring it out. It's yeah. just figure out how to improve. And then once you get to that point, you figure out again how to get beyond that. Yeah. And it's always, it's a moving target. Yeah. Just always be improving and that's yeah, all you can do. ABI. I just always feel like when people ask stuff, they're like, you figured this out. How does this work? There's just, you can't look at it like that. There's no figuring it out. Yeah. Like a lot of people think that there is like some secret, like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing <gasps> like something we're in so the YouTube good. Illuminati. <sighs> <laughs> and if we were, we probably wouldn't tell you. Ooh. And we would make a whole podcast just to make <laughs> that seem like it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Inception. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. But there's no, there's no like secret thing. It's just, I think, I think a lot of people try to see what other people are doing that's working and they try to kind of copy that. Yeah. But people don't want to see, if you're trying to copy somebody else that's doing something and it's working really well for them. 
people like watching it because it's that person like being themselves doing their thing. Right. They don't necessarily just because they like how that person does it. If you try to copy them, doesn't mean they're going to like how you do it. Like it's you just need to find your own voice and create your own content that like really, really just like shows off who you are. Yeah. You don't need to be the second or third or fourth somebody else. You need to be the first you. Bingo. Because somebody that we we talk about a lot are our buildings. Kyle Stumpenhorst. He's mm-hmm. like the YouTube king. Yeah. He's the king of YouTube. <laughs> He's like my YouTube hero. But He's the king of construction YouTube. King of construction <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. Um, Not to downgrade what he has done. He's done incredible yeah. things. But but uh, and I love watching his stuff. I, yeah. I I watch his his videos for all kinds of of um you know, insight and inspiration. But at the same time, his his style of video is so different from our style. Yeah. And it's because he's him and I'm me and we're two completely different people. So I don't want to try to emulate his style of video. It's working super well for him, but that's just not who I am. So I, I try to gain some insight and inspiration off of his stuff and, you know, how he does certain things. But at the same time, I'm our content is so different from his right. because I don't know. I like lots of wacky sound effects <laughs> for better or worse. I just, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Yeah. So that's what it is. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, let's go to another question. What are the misconceptions about being a YouTube influencer? Oh yeah. Cause, <laughs> you know, um, I would say number one misconception is that I don't get recognized everywhere because <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. joking about that, but. <laughs> but what? You have gotten recognized like in the airport. That was pretty funny. That was one time. <laughs> it was in the. Fil- so it was like somebody sort of local. No, he wasn't from here. Oh, he wasn't? No. He said he was flying home. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. I don't. I don't know if we would really qualify as a YouTube. Info- <laughs> I guess in in our in our industry, we're in yeah. a very niche industry. I, I feel like we're in a very niche, close knit industry. Yeah, so like everybody kind of knows each yeah, other. Yeah, it does feel yeah. that way when we go to like a trade show. It'll be like, wow, these people know who we are. Yeah. But then if we go any like literally anywhere else, people are like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when I try and cut in line, I'm like, uh, excuse me, do you know who I am? Um, I'm an influencer in the deck and patio industry. Uh, Step aside. I want to get my ice cream. <laughs> um, miss, Con- I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I can really like relate to that because, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, yeah. Do you? Do you see any? Um. It's no, weird. To I even think it's say yeah. That. I like, think well, like influencers. It's a funny thing because, like I said, it's like in the deck and patio industry. People like I did think that that was weird when we would go to a trade show and people would be like, I would say something and I'm like, oh, I'm Catherine. They're like, oh, I know. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. They know who I am. But then, you know. Yeah. That only matters in that one very specific instance. So. Yeah. And you let it go to your head almost oh, immediately. immediately. Yeah. I was like, I am famous. Like, Excuse me. Step away. <laughs> step away. No photos, please. <laughs> no, um, that was only one time too for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there are any misconceptions or. Maybe we'll find out one day. Yeah. I would say maybe that like people think that, you know, you don't want to talk to them or, or something like that. Like, and I'm basing that more off of other people that I've met. And like, you know, like a couple years ago before I had any YouTube subscribers, like 
I would see other people that were doing way, you know, were way further along than me. But everybody I've ever met, like, especially in this industry, is always, like, super willing to talk and is, like, so down to earth and just, like, you know. And it's all about perspective. Like, I look at what we're doing and it's, like, I feel like we're just at the beginning. Yeah. I don't feel like we've, like, accomplished this, like, great thing and we're at the top of any mountain. Like, we're just getting started. There's so much more to go. But when I first started, if I looked at somebody with 200,000 subscribers, I'd be like, oh, my God, they're, like, my hero. Yeah. So... It's all about perspective, and I think anybody that I've talked to that is doing stuff on social media in the construction industry is just, like, completely chill, normal, wants to talk to everybody, and yeah, a lot of times, like, I'm learning stuff off of other people that I meet at, you know, these trade shows and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think, ultimately, we're we're just, like, deck builders. Like it's, it's not really that cool what we, <laughs> what we do. No, I didn't mean that. It's, it's very cool. I just meant that like, it's not like you set off to be, you weren't like, I want to be famous on YouTube. I'm going to be a influencer. That's my path. Yeah. Like we're, we're still just building decks and patios. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's, it's, it is, I think it's cool what we do, but yeah. at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. You can't really get like a big head about it. Like, oh, we're both like. Because then people that build like crazy custom houses are going to be like, you just do the deck in the patio. <laughs> I build the whole house. Yeah. And then there's people that like build whole developments. And then there's people that build skyscrapers. True. Yeah. They're like, oh, you built that little tiny deck that's one foot off the ground. I built a skyscraper that's a mile high. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like. All about per- perspective. Yeah. You can't. You, I don't know. There's no, there's no reason to get a big head about what we're doing. Yeah. I think it's cool. I love doing it, but. At the same time, it's I, th- I think it's pretty easy to keep <laughs> things in perspective. Yeah. As far as that goes. That's true. Yeah. All right. Um, where do you look for tips and tricks on editing or filming? Um, I would say fi- the filming stuff, just trial and error. Yeah. We've been doing it for a long time. And I came into that with absolutely zero experience. No clue what. I was doing still don't really, I don't really know like anything about cameras or I don't know. You talk about like white balance and you know, way more than I do about that stuff. So that's been great. But editing, uh, it's more just like around the software. So I started with Mm -hmm. iMovie. That's pretty basic and limited. So, uh, just by messing around with that for like two years, I I think I kind of maxed out like the potential on that. And then I got final cut, which is like the next step up from that. And is you can almost do anything on that. And you can just go on YouTube and look up like how to edit in Final Cut. And yeah. it'll be 10 tips for the best transitions. And you just learn these little little hacks, little shortcuts to do cool things. And it's all just trial and error. Yeah. And it's it's just fun though. It's so fun. To it like is a just lot do of fun. these like little cool, I don't know, like you make like a little thing <laughs> pop up and then go away off the screen. And it's just like a little silly thing, but you have to like enjoy it because it takes a lot of time to do new editing things and learn these softwares. Like they're really complicated. So yeah, it it's definitely, there time. is a learning curve and it's, I it mean, it doesn't seem like it for you actually. You just jumped on it. I forgot you're doing a lot of editing now and you were just like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like, Catherine, take, take your time. Don't be too hard. So I've been doing this for four years and you were like, okay, uh, I got gotcha. you. And then you're like, check it out. 
Yeah. Yep. That's Ken Burns on there. Put a little Ken Burns effect. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you just shared your four years of, of experience with me. So I just immediately picked it up because you were showing me what to do. Yeah. But when it came to the camera stuff, we just decided we're like, okay, we need to take the camera that we have to the next level. We need to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. And I, t- I did like a master class, like a, like a, Branded master branded class. masterclass, not yeah. like um, I didn't actually take a class with a master. It was like a well, I guess I did, but like <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, and then I just looked up stuff on YouTube, and it was it, at first it was kind of overwhelming because I was like, oh gosh, there's it seems like scientific. There's like f stop, yeah. and you have to worry about all this light exposure and stuff. Um, but once you get down to knowing more, and you just kind of play around with your settings, it makes a huge difference. And yeah. I think that our vid- video quality has gone up tremendously just by making like minor adjustments to things and a lot of times it's like the dumbest little thing like we did a job for somebody that was a videographer and we just asked for a couple tips and he was like okay your um what is it your aperture your your iso speed what is it those are both things so i'm not sure which which one you're talking about (laughs) your frame rate that a thing the frame rate is also a thing. See, I don't know that much about cameras. <laughs> um, but he said your, I guess your your exposure should be double your your frame rate. So most stuff is shot at 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. You should be at 60. What is that? What is that number? Shutter speed. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I know what button it is on yeah. there. But it makes it super bright. So he was like, yeah. you need to get this variable ND filter for your lens. And it's basically like sunglasses for it. Yeah. Because it's going to let in more light, but it's going to make your footage way smoother. So that was like the simplest thing in the world. Bought a thing that was like an $80 lens filter. And it's it's adjustable. So you can like adjust it depending on the light. Right. And it made the footage so much better just with that one like super simple little tip. So yeah. if you just pick up little things like that and, and like the quality of of stuff that you can get even off your phone now is amazing. So that's true. If you want to step it up into like a real camera that there are simple things and it's so much simpler than it appears to be just to get to like a pretty good quality. But if you don't have that, just go with your phone. Your phone is a great place to start and they're pretty good nowadays. It's probably, it's probably close to the same quality. I would say the only thing that's not, not close to as good as the audio quality. We have like a pretty expensive microphone. Um, that works really well. But your phone is is like super good at taking videos. I did a little while where I was just shooting them on my phone and it's fine. And yeah. the most important thing with it is the quality of the actual content. Like what's mm-hmm. actually happening in the video. Yeah. And you I seem think, like you disagree. Well, you did like a little. <laughs> I mean, I think that a camera is always going to be superior to a phone just because it's sheerly more versatile. Like yeah. with your phone, if it's low light, you're done. You have to have like perfect lighting on your phone to make it look really good. If you do have perfect lighting, it looks great. Yeah. But if you don't have good lighting, then it just looks like you're like, oh, cool. I went back to 1994 and I have a Nokia now and yeah. <laughs> this looks like dog crap. But Catherine, I'm just trying to encourage the people. <laughs> There's going to be too many things for them to worry about at once. Well, I mean, if they want to know. No. Yeah, I know. They they, need we need to, to tell them the truth. There's a place yeah. to start, and that's your phone if you want to. But yeah. if you really want to level up and you want to take it seriously and go to the next step. And it really, it's you don't have to have that. Like, our camera's not that expensive. It was no, like no, no. $500, yeah. so it's not crazy. There, but, yeah, there are absolutely entry-level cameras and ways to do it. You don't yeah. need to go out and spend $5,000 on all this equipment. Yeah. But if you have it, you might as well maybe. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's going to be more complicated, but go ahead. <laughs> I think if you if you are going to focus on one thing, it's the it's the content itself. The content, yeah. And I think more important than the camera, the audio. People will audio turn off yeah. bad audio almost immediately. That's true. And that's something that we've kind of struggled with, with um, especially the last job was around the water and the wind. Yeah. Oof. Filming outside is difficult. It is. Yeah. For both light purposes and for yeah. audio purposes. Harsh. It is. So, yeah. But there's all sorts of resources on that are free on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it, you can learn all that stuff. It is amazing because I, I haven't even watched like that much stuff about editing. Like I'll, I'll randomly like spend a Saturday like watching a couple videos and in two hours I can learn all these tricks that save so much time. So if you really like invest the time and you want to to do it for real, like the resources are there and it is pretty easy to learn. Like yeah. Once you watch this stuff, you, you know, you, you play around with it. It's not that difficult, um, yeah. but it just takes practice. And mm-hmm. more than anything, it takes practice to like find your style. Yeah. So. And like with anything, it seems hard until you learn how to do it. Once you know how to do it. Yeah. Second nature. So you just got to get over hard. that hump. What is it? It's only hard till you know how to, because you haven't been taught. What is it? <laughs> I just said it. It's not hard till. It's not hard. You just don't know how to do it yet. Yeah. But you're going to learn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. That That's... was maybe a teaser for our next business venture. Mm, not ready to tell people yet. Not ready to tell people yet. But. Maybe more YouTube stuff coming. Who knows? <laughs> it's going to be knows? exciting. Yeah, it is. Uh, that was quite a tease. It was. And I feel like it was such a tangent. I don't remember how we started on that question. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. We're going we're going crazy. Yeah. It's been okay. a long week. It has been a long week. It's been a long four days. Ah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about um dun dun dun. Money. Money. That's all people care about. <laughs> all people care about is the cheddar. That's true. Uh, all right. One person asked very kindly, do you use your YouTube revenue to invest back into your business? Which, good question. But I also feel like it's kind of like a, how much money you make on YouTube? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what everybody wants to know. Yeah. Um, so which one do you want me to answer first? I guess how much money. Okay. How much money do you make? Sure? All right. <laughs> we will go. Let's see. Let me pull this up. Wait, before you say the actual numbers, yes. maybe we should say how you earn money through YouTube. Okay, so ads are shown on the videos. Yes. And you get a percentage of that. Uh, it started out as uh, you would get 55% of the ad revenue. Google would keep 45%. Now it's a little bit more complicated, but yeah. it's roughly, it's it's a pretty good revenue split for something online like that. And they really pioneered that revenue sharing platform Mm -hmm. and that's what led to so many creators on it and like really led to the success of YouTube because people could afford to take it seriously because there was like real money to be made yeah yeah so every ad you see that you're like oh skip ad that's how the creators yeah (laughs) that's how the creators support us watch that and YouTube generates 13 billion dollars worth of ad revenue every year that's a lot a lot of money so many so so many billions uh so to date, lifetime on YouTube, uh, 
Previous three days are still processing. So one hundred and thirty six thousand dollars, two hundred and eighty one dollars. Wait, one hundred and thirty six thousand two hundred and eighty one dollars and ninety cents. OK, so almost one hundred and thirty seven thousand um, dollars and two thousand nineteen. Uh, made twelve hundred dollars, so it's yeah. mostly in the last two years. Okay. So there's decent money to be made on there. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of like sacrifices that we make on the job site as far as productivity <laughs> and and that kind of stuff. That yeah. it's not just like an extra hundred thirty seven thousand dollars in my pocket. You know. Right. It's it goes back into the business. It it's our business is built around that revenue. That's that's part of our our business's revenue. It's not just a bonus because our business is so invested in creating the content. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, it's pretty good money. It's not yeah. bad. It's not bad money. Yeah. I will say, I think with most creators, that is not their only source of income. Yeah. When it comes to YouTube, it's always there's other streams that come in. It's not just that AdSense that you get from YouTube. It's yeah. just one of the little trickles that come in. So yeah, you can make money through affiliate links. You can yep. make money through uh, selling merch. And depending on what kind of channel you have, you know, you can have varying degrees of success with any of those things. Like yeah, I've watched some stuff from creators that make a ton of money on affiliate links through Amazon. Yeah, we don't make that much money off of there. Maybe it'll be a couple thousand dollars this year. It's nothing, you know. We still put the link up there, but it's nothing crazy. Yeah, um, and people get really crazy with the um, they'll be like, use my use my discount code and yeah. whatever, and then they get kickbacks from that. So yep. we don't, we definitely don't do that. We don't do that. Uh, we do have partnerships that that we you know endorse certain products and have partnership agreements with certain companies, and those are. Those are another source of revenue. So yeah. um, it all kind of goes together. So there there are lots of opportunities out there. Basically, if, if you can get eyeballs on you, it has a certain amount of value. Right. People exactly. aren't watching cable anymore. They're watching YouTube. Uh, and usually if you're on YouTube and you're gaining traction, you're probably gaining traction on other platforms. So, um, you know, if you're in that position, look at yourself and realize the value that you bring to the table. Because it's a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. Last year on YouTube, we had 68 and a half million minutes watched, which turned out to be 127 years, I think, which is insane. That's really crazy. Yeah. It's so insane to think about. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. And it goes up and down. Our best month was like $13,000. So it's it's not going to be like... If you're relying on that revenue, it would probably be really, really stressful. Yeah, yeah. It can, it's up and down for yeah, sure. Like throughout the winter, I think January, it was maybe $2,000. So it's very yeah. up and down. You don't want to like, you know, make life decisions based around that money because it could also go at any time. You don't Absolutely. know yeah. how your viewership's going to react or, you know, or if YouTube changes something with their monetization or the way that, you know, they suggest your videos. If you just stop coming up in recommended or suggested videos, you know, that could that could go any day. Yeah, for sure. So always have that mentality. Yeah. And consistency is key. So if you're not, if 
if you're like, okay, I'm going to put up all this content. I think that this content is great. I'm going to put up a lot of content for three months. Yeah. And then I'm just going to leave and maybe I'll upload every couple of months. Like that's not, that's not going to work, especially for revenue. Yeah. The, and I think 75% of YouTube views come from suggested videos. So a lot of people think, okay, I need to optimize everything for search results because YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine yeah. behind Google. So, and Google wants to recommend YouTube videos whenever possible. If it answers a question in an yeah. easy way, they want to recommend a video because people are more likely to click on it and watch a video rather than read something. So people usually think that they want to optimize it for search, which is good for certain things. And if you can do both, that's great. But most of the views on YouTube are coming from suggested or recommended feeds, right. not search results. So if you see a lot of like big time YouTubers, their titles and, and all that kind of stuff, they're not optimized for search. They already have that established viewership yeah. that's going to get picked up and based on their watch time, it's going to get into those recommended and suggested feeds and take off. Right. So just something to think about. Something to think about. Just something to think about. All right. Uh, how do you deal with hater content on YouTube? Use it as fuel. <laughs> it just, uh, I don't know. I mean, we've, we've gone over this at least a few times. Yeah. Um, I guess... I guess I've just been used to it. Yeah. It's been happening for so long. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I, I really feel like uh, one of the things I'm noticing about myself is that I, I don't care what people think. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like, I don't care. And if people make fun of me and it's funny, <laughs> then it's funny. And I laugh too. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Like people really, a lot of times take like big issue with me wearing a backwards hat in videos. Yeah. I do. And it's funny. I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe I'm 33. Maybe I shouldn't be wearing a backwards hat anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. But uh, but people are funny about it sometimes. And if they're like really yeah. hateful about it, then I'm just like, all right, well, I mean, obviously this person's insane. Yeah. If they're going to get like really hateful <laughs> in like a YouTube comment, I'm like, this person's insane. Yeah. So there's, you know. And I think with, like, as opposed to, like, an Instagram or a TikTok, you're just, Instagram and TikTok only gives people, like, really quick blurbs of in action. So it's easy to pick apart that action and be like, oh, well, he didn't do all these other things. And it's easy to, like, create yeah. hate content. When you're doing, like, long-form content like YouTube, people are usually nicer. It's like, they're like, oh, I learned something from this. Or, yeah, I mean, they're absolutely still hate comments, for <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. But... I feel like there's a lot of, maybe it's just that there's a lot of nice things too that, that kind and of offset just, that. And there's so many just random things like, oh, oh you cut down sure. whole forest for. Yeah. Deck. we Yes. We've been getting a lot of that. Yeah. We're like you've eliminated all the nature from this yard. It's like, trust me, there was no nature in this yard. <laughs> this is like a suburban development. Everything. There was not a tree in sight. That was already taken care of way before we yeah. got there. It's not our fault. All right. Uh, yeah, some of them are just so random and the yeah. ones that have like the really crazy hate ones are the, like the time lapses. So like our one time lapse has almost 8 million views. Yeah. And, or no, it's over 8 million now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, that one 
it just gener- it, it appeals to such a wide audience. Like if you have 8 million people watching a video, of course you're going to get lots yeah. of hater comments. Yeah. And most of those are just ridiculous. Like, and they think that this was a, a project that took eight or 10 weeks and the video is 20 minutes long. It's like, obviously we can't show every single tiny little detail. <laughs> it was like, where was the flashing on that? You know, uh, gable root. I'm like, Okay, we can't show every <laughs> single thing. Like, we try to show as much as possible, right. show the process, but like every single little detail is not <laughs> like demonstrated in this video. So, yeah, a lot of that, I don't know. Maybe I just have thick skin. Yeah. You don't seem to care either. I don't care at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. It gives me content for uh, Hater Wednesdays, Hater yeah. Comment Wednesdays. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, I, I, I guess it's just a mentality like, I don't take myself very seriously. <laughs> I think that comes across pretty, pretty uh, apparent. But yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Why I would don't, you care? Why would you care what somebody online says? I don't know. I, I think plenty that of self confidence, like in, yeah. in myself. So I'm just like, I don't know. Why? Yeah. Why would I care? There's a lot of people that do care a lot. Like if if they see a hater comment, it really bothers them. And I I can imagine that you know if you take these things personally, then it will be. Because people say really mean stuff. Yeah, it'll be really bad. (laughs) Yeah, but I just, I I don't know. I couldn't care less. Yeah. I don't know who that faceless stranger is on the internet. Why would I care about their opinion? exactly. And they're just driving engagement. Yeah. Honestly, the the ones that are on time lapse, like, aren't even personal because, like, it's just a time lapse. Like, yeah, they don't know you. I'm not, like, talking. Yeah. The one that has, like, almost the most hater comments is how not to build a deck. Yeah. And I'm kind of just acting like a goofball in it. I got the backwards hat. I'm wearing a yeah. vest, uh, like a bubble yeah. vest. Like a V-neck tee and a vest. Yep, People yeah. have a lot of t- Oh, my God. There was so much to rip into. And <laughs> some of them are just like just purely mean and horrible comments. But yeah. most of them are just really funny, creative. Yeah. And mostly true. <laughs> like, you, and I was, I was. It, it was very dramatized, the video. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I can't, I can't take exception to these comments. Like I was, I was kind of like baiting this yeah. to happen. <laughs> so, you know, what do I expect? But most of them are really funny. Yeah. So I do. Uh, yeah. When they're funny, it like makes it all worth it. I really like the funny yeah. ones. Like, yeah. All right. That was creative. I. So maybe evaluate yourself. Like from the beginning, I knew that I, I wouldn't care. About haters. Yeah. And maybe that's something that you just know about yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Take it into consideration. Take it into consideration. Because I feel like you can't be perfect. There's no way to be perfect. You're you're going to get hater comments. Yeah. If you're putting yourself out there. Even if you are perfect. Yeah. Well, no one can be perfect. You can't be perfect. You can't. But maybe Especially somebody in, is. In, no, in construction, there's like a million different ways to do things. And people are like very very driven yeah in like yeah. one direction where they're like i am right and you are wrong so yeah but that's not the case everybody can be right yeah at the same time very true some i mean somebody's probably gotta be wrong but <laughs> i don't know but yeah all right haters um i think we're at the time we're almost at our happy hour and i think it's time for um unless you have anything else left to say about youtube um yeah, I would say did we did we cover all the questions and the Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was some rep- other repetitive. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot of things worded we differently, but like I hit the topical ones, yeah. Okay. Any more fun facts we need? 
do have some more fun facts. Let's let's do a couple fun because okay. what, what are we at time wise? Fifty two minutes. Okay. Yeah, we're almost there. All right, run through um, them real quick. All right. Every minute, one hundred hours of content is uploaded to YouTube. Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> not I feel even like I sense. say these these like statistics, and it's like it's just unfathomable. It's just like what does that even what, mean? Yeah. Oh, how many? What? What? What again? Every minute yes. of every day, one hundred hours of YouTube content is uploaded. One hundred times sixty. That's six thousand minutes. Six thousand minutes of content every minute. Every single minute. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Uh, YouTube has over one. 1 billion active users every day. Another number that's just like, yeah, (laughs) doesn't make sense. One out of eight. Like, (laughs) I feel like sometimes it feels like I'm not even on YouTube every day. Yeah. And one out of like seven (laughs) or eight people in the entire world. Yeah. Is active on YouTube. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Insane. Just crazy numbers. Everybody's on there. Your audience is there. And yeah. And I think that's the thing about YouTube. It's just like, even if you do the most niche thing in the world, yeah. The audience is there. Somebody is going to watch yep. the video. You just have to figure out the way to get your content in front of those people. Yeah. Because they're on there. Yeah. You like to paint bat wings. They're on there. Paint, like paintings of bat wings or paint on bat know. wings? I don't know why that's what came to my brain. I don't know. I was trying to think of random. That's so random, but yeah. they're probably they're, is. they're probably on there. I bet you could Google that and there's somebody. That's almost something, especially if it's like a live bat wings done in a cruelty free way, obviously. (laughs) Um, That would be like one of the random videos that would appeal to like almost anybody. Because it's just like painting live bat wings. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'll click on this at two in the morning and watch this random video. Yeah. All right. Maybe that wasn't random enough. That has that does have mass appeal. Yeah. So if anybody's (laughs) out there thinking about it. I think the yeah, point the point is the point has is the point gotten is across. The audience is there. You just the audience is there because everybody's on there. Yeah, almost, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, it is that time. <gasps> what time is it? What do you mean? What time is it? Secret what? question Whoa. time. <laughs> did you prepare this time? No, did you? <laughs> I did not. But I thought about it about three minutes ago. I was okay. like, oh, it's getting to that time. <laughs> All right, give me your question. Why do I got to go first? Because I didn't prepare one. Okay, so you're going to think about it. You're going to not only answer my question, but you're also going to think of a question for me. Yes. And then also remember that you have to answer your own question. Yes. (laughs) You sound really nervous about this. A lot coming up in the next couple minutes, so stay tuned, everybody. Um, Okay, so Catherine. Yes. Lippincott. Yes. Uh, What's your middle name? I don't know that. You don't know my middle name? No. It's Let me Howard. Guess. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah, why I my handle that. is Howard yeah, yeah, and her yeah, hobbies. I knew that. I knew that. I'm sorry. My middle name is Howard. I was going to guess Marie for some reason. Marie? I don't know. That's <laughs> just like, I feel like Marie or Anne is like everyone's it's, middle name. It's popular. It's, it's pretty popular. What's okay. yours? Michael? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. Yep. Um, okay. The question is, I sort of have had like an idea of a question, but I'm not sure how to formulate this. Okay. Okay. So say that you are... A YouTube superstar. I'm number one. You're number one among among the number ones. You're among the number ones. Okay. Okay. The fame, the fortune, the fame, the fortune. It's all there. You've already oh. got it. Okay. What else do you want out of it? As far as how do you want to try to change the world? 
or change the lives of your viewers? What's the message that you want to get across? Because you've already got everything else. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. What do you think? Um, I think... I definitely want to be like doing good things. Like, oh, you didn't. You don't want to do bad things. I don't want. I don't want to become <laughs> okay. a super villain. I want to become uh, okay. like a good person. Okay. But I mean, if I if I'm like super YouTube famous and I'm making a bunch of money most. off of it, the most famous, the most famous, you have, you already have the biggest sailboat or whatever you could possibly want. Okay. And whatever else, I don't know. You have a lot of sneakers. I feel like you have all the sneakers, <laughs> all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going. The money's taken care of. Now I'm going just, charity, straight tar- charity. I am going to uh, definitely open a dog ranch. That's that's first and foremost. Rest- is that for you or for the, are you going to invite your viewers? <laughs> no, I would make it like a content thing. Like, well, first of all, like I say about us already, that I want to create this like content universe. So I would want to do that, create this content universe where part of it becomes charity. I would, if I'm number one and I have all these mm-hmm. eyes on me all the time, I would create charities. Yeah. Go real charitable. One of which would be a dog ranch. I'd, I'd have a whole ranch full of dogs. People love dogs. Yeah. That's content and charity in one. Okay. I feel like people love ch- content and charity. They do. It mm. almost seems like you're hinting at something that we're planning <laughs> for else. the future. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally agree. Okay. So what's, yeah, what are you doing? You got, um, you got your, uh, your mega yacht. What else I don't doing? think I would have a mega yacht <laughs> because, uh, Ah, I don't know what I'm going to do if I actually do become super rich because everything just seems like such a hassle. <laughs> like, okay, you have a mega yacht, yep. but you're super rich. Obviously, you have a full staff. Mm-hmm. But then, like, who's, like, in charge of that staff? You probably have a person <laughs> that's in charge of the yacht staff. Yeah. But then you still got to be in charge of them. And it's just, like, that just seems stressful. Okay. Doesn't it? No. It doesn't? <laughs> no. All right. You only have to tell that one person what to do. Then they tell everybody else what to do. Yeah, but that's just for your yacht. You got all this other stuff. You got you probably have a staff at your house at that point. You know? Maybe you just Who's have like, you've you've got a go to guy. You've got like a personal assistant who does all of this for you. You don't seem to be overwhelmed by this, so can you be that person if I get super rich? Sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um what would I do? Uh so I mean the question was kind of vague. Mm-hmm. And uh were you leading to some sort of answer when you asked this question? No, okay. no. Uh, but I think I kind of already, I mean, we already have that with our YouTube channel. Like, even though we're not rich or famous or anything, like the message and. Oh, we already have a message. Messaging that I want to yeah. get it. Like the thing that I want our viewers to get out of this is that they can do anything they set their minds to. Yeah. And why not try it? Yeah. Why not? Love that. Yeah. And that kind of randomly just reminds me of something that my dad used to say about people that work in the trades. Like everybody at some point or another wants to try their own business. Some people do it. Some people don't. Some people are successful. Some people aren't. But like if you already have that skill that's valuable, why not try it? You can always go back and work for somebody else. Like Mm -hmm. that skill that you have is always going to be there. So why not try it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what we're trying to get across with our content that, hey, and we're trying to get it across in the video content, but especially being on site with me every day, 
everybody's got to be thinking, if this guy can do it, <laughs> anybody can do it. Yeah. You just have to set your mind to it. Absolutely. Always be striving to get better and you'll find success. You'll get there, especially if it's something that you're passionate about. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Love That's that. my answer. All, All right. right. What do you got for me? Did you okay. think of one I while did, you yeah. were answering my question? Sure did. Wow. Okay. They say women are better at multitasking. <laughs> Must be true. Must be true. I kind of believe that after working in a van with you for a long time. I don't think I'm a good representative <laughs> for the male species uh, as far as multitasking. I'm not good at tasking in general, let alone multitasking. Single tasking, I'm multitasking. I'm not good at single, multi, anything. <laughs> I can barely function. Okay. So what do you got for me? All right. So when, when you go onto YouTube, yes. what are the things you look for? Who are your biggest influences on YouTube? Are you looking to be influenced or just entertained? So that's like a three-part question, but you get the gist. Who do I watch the most on YouTube? Yeah. I would have to go with Miss Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I do see that come across your feet a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Max loves. If I'm tired or he's just whining a lot, you put on Miss Rachel. She sings these silly <laughs> songs and he loves it. Yeah. Um. No, I would say, uh, so yeah, most of the time that I'm going on YouTube, it's not to be entertained. It's more to, I just feel like I don't have that much time for entertainment or so, and yeah. and just kind of the way my brain works. I'm always looking to, to learn something. So especially when I go on YouTube, I can't watch YouTube and not think about how these things could affect our business. Yeah. So whether it's, something that's construction related and I can take construction advice or content ideas from somebody or it's just completely content or editing related. Um, I tend to, I think we have a very unique video style in the construction industry. It's yeah. very silly, loose, lots of sound effects. <laughs> um, sound effects. You know, and it's just, I think it's very, a very true representation of what it's like to be on site with us. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's all we can do. Yeah. You know, we can only be ourselves and I feel like we're doing a really good job <laughs> being ourselves. So I like, um, one of my favorite ones to watch is Davey 504. You ever seen his videos? No. He's a bass player. He just okay. plays bass, but, um, <laughs> there's really funny. All he does is play bass and it's all like, does he talk? Or he, he talks. Yeah. Okay. But, um, they're just the way he edits is just like really funny in like kind of a like a like the edits are like bad in like a good way, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, bad just, in an intentional kind of yeah, funny way. Like yeah. in like an ironic, funny, yeah. sarcastic way. Um there's also another one that uh I forget what it's 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 the the cooking one about fermenting. I forget what I forget what the channel's called. I don't watch it a lot, but um I get like a lot of editing inspiration from that. It's, mm. I forget what the channel's called. We were talking about with Zach. Detmore. Yeah. I can't remember. It's alive. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what it is. Um, but just, it's like a really, like you don't even have to like cooking to watch this and think it's funny. Just the way that they edit. It's like really quick and silly and you know, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very topical for us. Like that's, that's really what we try to do. So, that's, yeah, that's what I would go with. Yeah. Just, I would say the biggest thing is probably the 
edits and like just the way the content's arranged. Yeah. The way they do their cuts, you know, how they do their intros. And I think the more that you create YouTube videos, the more you look at those kind of things. How are they keeping people engaged? Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Okay. Catherine, when you go on YouTube. Yes. Uh, same question. <laughs> are you going to be entertained? Um, are you going to learn? Yeah. Before what's I... What's your go-to? Before I started... What do you like to... What? The most? What do I like the most? Before I started working on YouTube things, yeah. uh, I definitely went for entertainment all the time and I would just watch... I had like a set um, rotation of people that I would watch. Like one girl, she like bought these... At first she was like a van lifer and now she like bought cabins in the woods and she's doing all the construction on these houses all by herself and she's like a 24-year-old woman. Oh, yeah. So... We should get her on the podcast. I know. She's pretty interesting. I like her. Um, So I'd watch stuff like that, like just purely entertainment. Now that I'm in the YouTube industry and the construction industry, uh, I mostly just watch things for work. Like I'm constantly looking at people's edits and how they people keep people engaged. So I can't... I watch RR buildings anytime he uploads and like yeah. I'm just watching it for like what does he do how does he do you know how did he do that or like just he's developed such a, a just an amazing brand yeah of content of it's I don't, I don't know how he's doing it all by himself it's amazing I, it, it's he's like superhuman I don't know yeah he is so I I find myself watching that kind of we're content. gonna get him on the podcast <laughs> at some point I keep finding myself watching that kind of content to like learn from it as opposed to entertainment. I feel like I don't really peruse it that much for entertainment anymore. I'm like trying to learn and better myself when I am watching it with more intention. Okay. Follow up question for you. Okay. Um, I never, I never really watched YouTube much until I started doing, you know, creating YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. So, um, what do you, what draws you into somebody like before you had any of that on your mind, like watching it for, you know, the analytical side, like when mm-hmm. it was just purely entertainment, yeah. what, what is it most about the content that draws you in? Is it like, um, is it, you feel like you can, somebody you can relate to? Is it somebody that like is living a dream that you want to live? Like, what is it? Because I think there's so much thought about the way it's edited and the thumbnail and all that kind of stuff. But there's like this really abstract, like human element to it yeah. like that some people are just people that, you know, gain this viewership because people just like kind of feeling like they're hanging out with them. So yeah. like, what draws you into I think something it's, like that? It's that it's when, when you watch TV, it's like these beautiful people in like super produced manners and it's not super relatable. Like, I, yeah. you know, I, I watch it and I'm like, okay, that's TV. But when you watch YouTube, it's like, oh, that person looks like me or like that, you know, they're doing things that I would do or they're speaking to me as if they're just talking to their friend. It's not this like hyper, like, I mean, it's produced. They're, they're yeah. doing everything with intention, but it's not like hyper produced where it's like added drama and, and inauthenticity. It's just, it feels yeah. much more genuine and it feels like, I guess it's lame to say, but it feels like you're like, like becoming friends with these people. Like you're like, Oh, I know that person. Like they, you know, they're just a regular person. It's not like a TV star. It's like a, just a person. It's just like my, my buddy that I watch on YouTube all the time. And I watch another channel, which I still continue to watch. Um, and it's a sailing channel and it's like a couple who sails all around the world with their kids and their stuff is super produced. They, they spend 
clearly tons and tons of time editing it and it's like it's beautiful it's like movies but it still has that same authenticity factor where you're like okay these people like i feel like i could just walk down the street to see them and be like oh let's go grab a beer and like they would do it like yeah i like that feeling like it's just authenticity it's you get to know these people for who they are yeah yeah it's very i feel like that's something that we've been discussing so much lately is just we we want to bring value to people we want to um you know we want to we want to get people more engaged and like Mm -hmm. And kind of like give back. Like I want to get that message across that if I can do this, anybody can do this. Like I want people to believe in themselves. So yeah, it's interesting to like hear from you know what people really connect with. Yeah, on that level. Yeah, yeah. Just a thought. <laughs> just an idea. Just an idea and a thought. <laughs> All right. We got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. We've been rambling. Oh, we've been rambling. Oh, not again. Not again. We don't do that often. No, never. That's not like us at all. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, YouTube is really fun. And if you have an inkling that you want to try it, do it. Yeah. And reach out to us if you got any any further questions. And uh, yeah. And uh, while you're at it, leave us a review on oh, yeah. wherever you listen to your podcast. Call to action. Yeah. Call to actions are important <laughs> on YouTube and on podcasts. Yes. If you enjoy this podcast, <laughs> we don't make any money off of this whatsoever. It just takes a lot of time. And uh, leave us a review yep. on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen, it really helps us out a lot. So yep. till next time, this is the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week.